one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. When? When? What are we waiting for? Take us! Hello and welcome to the Tim Gaither Podcast. It's episode 47. Uh, we are film, We are recording this today from the world-famous comedy store. Uh, host of First Today, Drake Nelson is my new co-host. Say hi, Drake. Hi, Drake. No dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> hi, everybody. Hello. Thanks for having Hello. me, Tim. You're Drake. I am Drake. And uh, my guests today are Kyle. What's your last name, buddy? Bill. Kyle Bell. Kyle Bell. And Josh Heinrichs. Josh Heinrichs and Kyle are two of the best... Uh, Best reggae artist in the country. I've seen him work firsthand when I did the uh, reggae festival in Springfield, Missouri. I got to see both of them. And I'm surprised Josh is still my buddy after that. <laughs> <laughs> I had never done, uh, it was like comedy kumite. Like, we, I, did, <laughs> I did three 15-minute sets. And the first one, the first one was good. Mm-hmm. Like, people, yeah, were, people, killed. people yeah. were paying attention yeah. and all that. And then the second two, I was following music both times. And I don't know if you've ever done that, Drake, but I don't know that I ever had. In all my 19 years, had to follow a music act. I'm like, hey, it might be a little weird, but it'll be all right. And it was like, like I said, comedy kumite. I mean, they were, uh, the people that were listening, like after the shows, I was like, you know, walking through the crowd and, you know, to go hang myself. And... (laughs) And and people would stop me and they're like, man, that was great. When are you going back up and all that yeah, shit? And, yeah. and uh, so it was like, then I realized like, oh, there's a lot of people that are listening and are enjoying the comedy. They're but just so stoned. They were yeah, so right, stoned yeah. and it was like, you can't, uh, following music, like they were just still in that mode. Like we're partying, we're jumping around, we're talking, we're bullshitting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you go up to do comedy and my stuff's a little more subtle too. Like you have to really listen and... Uh, so I saw Josh off to the side, just like fucking, pretty much having a fit. Like I can't believe this shit. <laughs> I was so disappointed in my hometown crowd, man. But no, it was, it was a, stoned listening. It was. Funny. It's not stone listening. It's I mean, stone is one thing because they they'll pay attention, but it's the people drinking. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just once the first band starts, people get in party mode. You know what I'm saying? They're loud and getting crazy and. And I, I, I didn't think about that. I, I could tell that you uh, off to the side were, were like worried about it, like ah fuck it, just come off. And I'm like, no, I'm gonna stick to my contractual <laughs> obligation. Did, and uh, and okay. I actually had a lot of fun doing it. I was just like, because you get after a after a certain point, you're just like, what else you got? Bring it, you yeah. motherfuckers. You know. And some yeah. then one guy tried to heckle me, and I'm like, really? You're heckling me? Like I don't have enough shit to deal with, oh, bro. And then well, remember that's at a reggae festival. This, no, it's never like that. It's just. Like I said, it was like too much. It was almost not silence, but you know, he was just he's he's talking, so people just aren't yeah. in that mode. Yeah, it's just people get dumb. Yeah. <laughs> after like ten o'clock, like two beers, it's like ah. Yeah, and it was a loud rowdy crowd, and and yeah. they were just and that one guy got kicked out. Remember, bro, he ran on stage. Like, he jumped to, on stage. He came up to you, and then the, this dude, the bouncer over there, is like six three and like three hundred pounds, which is like he's up like a WWF dude, <laughs> yeah, man. Great, yeah, and he just picked this kid up over his shoulder, just out the door, man. I was like shit. And I remember I was on the microphone that going, I was going, <laughs> I was going, just go limp. I was like, <laughs> oh, he was like a fish. Yeah, that's right <laughs> I was like, just go limp. You're just making it harder on yourself. That's how you get injured. You've lost, motherfucker. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun, and I really bonded with your uh, with your son Ashton over there because yeah. I looked over at him and he was just laughing his ass off at oh, everything I was saying. I love that kid. Yeah, he loves you, dude. And uh, yeah, he's my little buddy now. He's my little homie. We were. Uh, I, we stayed the night in his in his room, actually. <laughs> my wife and I stayed in his room, and uh, I was like, come here, Casey. And I, I grabbed her boobs, and I was like, I just want to tell Aston later that I got boob in his room before he did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Uh, so, uh, Kyle and Josh are in town doing, uh, you guys have been here for, what, two weeks? Yeah, we've been on tour. 
Yeah. And you've had shows pretty much every night? Uh, yeah, we've had like um, five or six shows out of the... So we've been off, too. <laughs> but yeah, we've been uh, we've been up in Northern California. Yeah. And now this week we're going to do Southern California. And and what do you what do you do again, Kyle? You do like rap reggae kind of. Yeah, I'm more like, they call it DJing or chatting or, you know, it's Josh is more of a straight singer. Yeah. Yeah, so we kind of play off. Yeah, each other. It, it, it was a it was a really good show too. Like I was just off on the off on the side and, and just watching you guys, um, and Josh bounces around and jumps up and down and shit. And it's, it's fucking awesome. Get all this girth going, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to a reggae show, Josh or uh, Drake? No, not a reggae show, but uh, I've been to like festivals. Yeah, where you know. I just get hammered and heckle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my specialty. You're that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but I love reggae. There's one that's that festival in Long Beach they have every year. And I yeah, keep hearing we, about just, it. we just played it. This oh, that, that uh, just uh, happened? Week, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I got to check it out. Yeah, bro. It's killer. Yeah, I was out of town. Every time he comes in town, I go out of town. And the one time that, that I was able to go, I didn't go for some reason. I don't remember why, why I didn't go now, but... I'm like, ah, oh, he's gonna be back, and now I've never, still never gotten to see one in California. That's so, right. <laughs> what's the uh, estimated estimated amount of weed you guys smoke in one of those shows? Uh, a lot. <laughs> we, we both, yeah, we both smoke a lot of pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, That's man. what intimidates. This is what happens every show, pretty much, that we play. Some guy will come back in the green room before the show and like want to meet us and hang out and smoke pot with us, you know? It's always this guy. And I love this guy. This is a cool guy. But it's a different guy in every city, but it's always the same guy. And he'll bring back like all these dabs and all this super fire weed and everything. We're like, cool, let's smoke, you know? And then <laughs> they always bring in like this $10,000 bong, man. It's like uh, like somebody took like fucking a week to make, you know, and blow with all this oh, crazy yeah. glass and... They're like, bro, this 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 bottle glass is like ten thousand dollars. I'm like, why the fuck do you hit backstage, bro? Like with yeah. all these drunk people, the band and everything, oh, yeah. and they're letting everybody passing it around, everybody hit. I'm like, dude, this is not. I've, and I've, inevitably too. And it happened. It happened yeah. to us one time. These these kids brought it, and there was two brothers, and they were showing off all. They brought like three or four different rigs, and one of the brothers actually four rigs. Yeah, dude. Well, one of the brothers actually knocked the other the other brothers like two thousand dollar rig over, and it broke. And dude. They, oh. We witnessed a sibling fight right there in the green room, bro. <laughs> like, I bet, because one was like, yeah, I told you I didn't want to bring it. God yeah. damn it. Dude, yeah, you know how many lawns I mowed for that thing? It got awkward really fast. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, bro, we're just trying to have a show in like yeah. 20 minutes. So. Are you are you exaggerating, or does it really cost 10000 No, bro, I'm not exaggerating. There are pieces that are like $50,000. Why are they so expensive? Because it's like all this crazy hand-blown glass that these guys like just like put like crazy time and effort into yeah. it. it takes some like days even just to make one you know what i'm saying okay so, and like so it'd be like a like a like a giant like what those angler fishes or something you know mm-hmm. like they have like the, the ball of lights taken off you know like do one of those like all the teeth and everything and like inside there's like another fish blown inside of it and like all the smoke goes through all these chambers and shit it's like crazy bro and but the end result <laughs> is you just get, get high <laughs> the same as a ten dollar bond <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's why i just have one of these yep. little pens yep. that i got it's, yep. I, yeah. one hit off this thing and i'm destroyed yep. really yeah yeah well, you, you don't should smoke take much a hit day. no I, i'm not I, I, i'm i'm uh i'm on sabbatical I'm, are you yeah i'm not uh <laughs> I'm not smoking any Well, I better take two then. Yeah, <laughs> two for me. Well, yeah, this thing's like 50 bucks, and it gets yeah. me ripped. Yo. How long does that one of those last you? Well, uh, it's pre-loaded, and, uh, well, you know, I've had it for like six weeks. Like, I don't smoke that often, you know okay. what I mean? I get too stoned. I don't like talking on the phone. I don't like <laughs> driving. I got to be home, done for the night, you know? It's not like, it doesn't make you feel like it's not like... I never liked those. I never, I never, I haven't smoked weed in a while now. But the the pens always made me feel kind of like like a manufactured. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like a different taste. Yeah. It's a different, you know. Well, it made me feel even dumber <laughs> than, than normal. It super. never gets me like as high as I want to be, like from dabbing or whatever, from smoking pot. Like it's just like a little 
I don't know. Maybe it's just different for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And at your shows, are people just like throwing doobie on stage? Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like Tommy Chong. And they want you to smoke it on stage. Every time. Oh, yeah. You're bro. in the middle of a verse and about well, like, die and cough. And the new, if, you go on, if you go on my Instagram, you can see like the new thing. Like the last two shows we just did. We're on break now. Cause we're, just, we're, on, we're off today. But the last two nights we just did, a guy brought the fucking like one pounder joints. Wow. Two different guys, two different Jeez. shows. Every show we go, man, there's always the guy that brings the big fucking Cheech and Chong joint, you know? Yeah. And you gotta hit that on stage, because that's part of your responsibility. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the fans are, all the, they'll light it up, they'll yeah. come on stage and light it up, and all the fans are waiting to watch. And waiting. You don't do it, they kind of look at you like, you're a bitch, man. Yeah, yeah. bro. But exactly. at the same time, that's like a fucking pound of weed, bro, and you're trying, I'm trying to say, yeah, right. like, dude, they always make you cough, because it's a <laughs> huge amount yeah. of pot, bro. No matter right. how small the hit you take. Yeah. And so then you're up there trying to sing your song. I'm like, ah, it's, it's I opened for Tommy Chung when I first started, and, and people were just like throwing joints on stage yeah, for him. Yeah. And after the show, he's like, You know what's funny? You know, it's my, it's my, uh, you know, everyone knows me for smoking weed, but I've never been a big uh, doper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, he rarely he's, smokes at all. Yeah, he didn't know? even smoke now. He's old. You know, yeah, I've seen. Uh, interviews with him and he's like I don't even smoke you know he just he just does it for promo and stuff and yeah and the coolest thing was we went in this the, the club I was working at in Kansas City we used to always go into this uh, big deep freeze and smoke smoke pot it was like one of those big uh, refrigerators they put all the stuff in there and we were in there smoking weed and the last night of the week he went in there and smoked with us and some guy was in there that nobody really knew and you could tell he just wanted to smoke weed with Tommy Chong mm -hmm. and the coolest thing was he was standing next to Tommy and Tommy, instead of passing it to him, passed it directly to me instead of that guy. And it just kind of felt cool. Like, you know, it was almost Tommy being like, I don't know you, fucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, you don't get to say you smoke pot with me. You're you don't get to say I handed it right. to you. Um, but he's a freaking cool dude. Oh, yeah. Hey, Didn't... P.S., big ups to all the cooks and uh, dishwashers that smoke in the walk-in. Yeah. <laughs> that was my whole life before becoming a musical artist, man. Yeah, yeah you pretty much have to be stoned when you wash dishes. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I wash dishes in a, bleh, in a coffee shop, and uh, that's how I got the barista jokes we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking back, I was like, damn, yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. there are some jobs you just have to be stoned for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you ever wash dishes, Trey? No. I, I made a lot of dirty dishes, but because I'm fat, I like to eat. But I've never had to like clean up, you know. Well, you know, life's life's not over yet. You can still become a dishwasher. But I've waited tables and you know, yeah. ditches and shit. Yeah. One time, this girl and I were uh, we worked at a restaurant. We were working the lunch shift, and it was like a blizzard outside. And we're like, well, no one's gonna come in here. Let's go out to my car and get high. And we went out there and smoked all this weed. And came back in, and then 14 women came in. Like, okay. as soon as we hung up our oh coats, we turned around, they all came <laughs> in. And we just looked at each other like, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the longest lunch shift of my freaking brief waitering career. It was like a church group or something? <laughs> uh, pretty much. And then they, like, didn't tip me. And I was the kind of waiter that would, like, follow people outside and be like, was there a problem with the service? <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, no, you were great. What? And I'm like, well, you didn't tip me. And, and then this bitch gave me, like, an extra. She, like, gave me a dollar. And I looked at her and I go, well, that ought to do it. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel complete. Get oh, some right, skittles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed to buy with this? Half a candy bar? See, that's why everybody should have to work in a service industry, you know, mm -hmm. at one point in time. Yeah. Yeah. So they realize not to be assholes. Right. Yeah. 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 What are you guys going to do on your day off, days off? I recommend coming up here to the comedy store, dude. This place is on fire lately. Oh, bro, we come up here every yeah, Monday in. that we're off. Uh, okay. Usually, we didn't come out last night because we just we just got done back from Northern Cali like Monday morning, and so we wanted to sleep all day yesterday. We both went to bed like eight o'clock last night. <laughs> this place has been on fire lately. Uh, yeah, man. Are you guys gonna be in town next Monday? Yeah, and we'll probably come down here because that's why I say we always come down here every Monday uh, that we have off, and we always have a blast, man. Yeah. Do you guys, Do you guys ever ski or snowboard? No. Because uh, I plan on going next Monday. <laughs> There's a place two hours from here called Mountain High. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? And, oh, uh, shit. You ever been there, Drake? Or no. I mean, I've been to a mountain. And gotten high. <laughs> gotten high, yeah. <laughs> I'm too fat to do any snowboarding. Anything well, you like say that, but there's a guy named Ryan Mervis that used to work here at the comedy store, and he's a huge guy, and he's a snowboarding fool. I'm like, he, I was like, are you kidding me? He's like, no, dude, it's my thing. I was like, huh. all right. So, so that's why I asked you. I'm like, well, maybe Drake's big ass. I don't want to, you know. 
Decide. I'm really good at getting dressed up and then hanging out in the bar and just talking <laughs> like I know my shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, ah, oh, I twisted my ankle coming down. That's why I'm here drinking. <laughs> <laughs> get high and make out. <laughs> the last time I went skiing, we went in Utah and uh, there was this little, I was, by the end of the week, I was doing really well. And there was this little uh, tree and I kept seeing people go up and around this tree. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And and it was just a green mountain. There wasn't supposed to be moguls or anything. And I went around the tree, and sure enough, there were three of those moguls, just three bumps right in a row. Boom, boom, boom. And I hit the first two and was okay. And that third one, I just did a Charlie Brown, dude. I mean, my shit, my skis went everywhere. My wife was behind me. She was like, stop. Are you okay? I'm like, oh, I can't breathe. And I fucked up my shot. I separated my shoulder. But it's expensive, so I kept skiing. I'm like, I'm not letting that stop me. Oh, man. I'm way too stupid to... uh... And it's just now healed up. This has been like almost a year ago, and it's just now getting completely better. But yeah, if you guys are into skiing or something. I know, bro. I'm cool. <laughs> you just talked us out of it. Well, yeah, right? Yeah, I didn't mean Separated to my shoulder. Well, I'm going to go next Monday because we're supposed to have a storm. And uh, yeah, I love it. It's badass. But you guys aren't into it. I saw, I saw a Josh wipe out on a skateboard three years ago. And I, oh. I haven't got back on one since yeah. I saw him wipe out one. I can't Words. even stand on a skateboard. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. Even he, when I was he, a had a dog, he was pulling the dog. The dog was pulling him, and he was like on the, what do they call Longboard, longboard yeah. yeah. Longboard. But we went down a hill, and I have a boxer. You met her. Yeah. And, uh, oh, bro, my God. She just started, like, going fast, like, running down the hill at full speed. And I was like, shit, we're already on a hill, and she's running full speed. And I was like, this is not going to be good. And so I was like, I'll just put my feet down, you know, and I'll jump off the board. And before I could even do that, she ran in front of me. And uh, I was like, oh, my God. And so I tried to run it out, you know, where you, where you jump off and you <laughs> run. And I was like, I'll just take two steps and run into the grass and crash into the grass. I knew I was crashing. Right. Yeah. And, dude, I took one step and I stepped so hard. In my shoe, I was wearing a regular shoe. I stepped so hard that my big toe, the toenail, came off. Oh, I, I, I stopped so hard. And then my face just straight up went down into the cement. I got a concussion. I, I ripped my whole face. I had to go get like 20 stitches all right here. It was bad, man. But. Dude, yeah. I was like, arc reggae careers. <laughs> just hit a real... Okay. Wow, so you bad. really got jacked up. Yo, bad, bro. Bad. The toenail came flying off. Dude. What the fuck? But I, so I get home and I have all this, all my, this horrible cut on my face. I get all these stitches and shit and go to the hospital. I had a concussion. Yeah. And then I get home and I take my shoe off and I'm like, why is my, like all my, my sock is stuck to my shoe, you know, oh. left foot. I'm like, what? I didn't even realize it because I was in such pain from all this. Mm-hmm. And I went to take my sock off and my whole toenail, the whole big toenail just oh, came oh, off because I stopped so hard. Dude, how long did it take that thing to grow back? It hasn't grown back. It has grown back, but it grow it grew back like twice as thick. It's like super. Is it weird. yellow? No, it's not yellow, uh, but it's like super, like double as thick as the other toenail. So I have to go in and cut my toenail into like, oh, like put force into it. You have to use like hedge trimmers. <laughs> yeah, bro. Good detail question. This t- question. Well, my dad dropped a generator on his toe one time, and it, yeah, his toenail grew back yellow. And uh, it's always it like is a little bit different colored. Yeah. But I think it grew back and was like, fuck you, dude. We're not coming off again, bro. We're, we're twice as strong they can now. stop a bullet. <laughs> yeah, right? Do you guys watch Shameless? <laughs> What's Shameless? It's a great show. Well, anyway, one of the characters got something dropped on her foot, and her dad ended up, it's a long story, but her dad ended up cutting off three of her toes. It's a kick-ass show. <laughs> yeah. yeah wow. While she was passed out, he, he clipped him off. Wow. It's a long story, but uh, we'll get into it. A friend of mine wiped out like that in college, and we were in college, and he went rollerblading. And went down this hill and and just yeah, I don't know how I actually was did he gay? With... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I wonder sometimes what that was going on with him. Um, no, I can't go broke. Gotta go rollerblading. <laughs> yeah, well, he was rollerblading and he 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 took like all the skin off of his ass like oh. completely and <laughs> we're like. Dumping peroxide on his ass for him, like <laughs> picking rocks out of it. He was like my best friend, so I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah, I'll pick know. rocks out of your ass. Sometimes you just gotta do that for your buddy. Nope. Yeah. Anyway, it'd be so, cool if you could like fuck him after. That. <laughs> <laughs> then you'd be gay. Not that. You know, no, bro, that's not gay. Yeah. That's cool. It's all yeah, good. you weren't there. You don't know. Maybe that did happen. It's <laughs> <laughs> only gay when you love them. <laughs> How are Katie and the kids doing? Good, man. Uh, they're just. Doing good. 
being teenagers. Is she up. is she pissed that you're in warm California? Oh hell no, man. She's that's you know Katie, man. She's the most supportive chick ever, bro. She's just down for the down to kick it. But so. with the weather being no, shitty well, that's in the funny thing is that last night we were standing outside and it was like fucking like thirty degrees in California last night or some shit. It was unbelievably cold. Yeah. And in Missouri, it's like seventy right huh. now. <laughs> so she's the one that's lucky. I don't know how that worked out, man. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a bunch of homeless people and they had this look on their face like, finally, these blankets came in. <laughs> like, yeah, right. It was freezing last night. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the fuck? We're in Southern California. This is like colder than Missouri. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, all your kids are pretty, like, music talented, right? They all play music, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know, both of you, when you were younger, that, like, how old were you when you realized you, you had talent for singing or musical at, at all? Uh, well... I used to just copy all the reggae I liked. I tried to sing it over in my head, you know, the the reggae rappers and Peter Tosh. He was my favorite reggae singer, and I really liked Shabba Ranks and Super Cat and artists like, uh, you know, Shaggy, even, you know, like just the, the uh, you know, mm-hmm. Walter Marshall, Biblia's on, Marshall, Biblia's yeah. on. And then Josh, he was really influenced, you know, by like soul singers and Dennis Brown, Bob Marley, and Otis Redding, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Whenever it was like, yeah. we were both probably like 15, and we were both just because yeah. I, 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 I don't know if I told you this, but whenever we were in high, we went to high school together. And, uh, when we were in high school, like our senior year, we had like a big thing. And Black he, Awareness Assembly. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah he yeah. came out there and Black did Awareness this. Assembly. He came out there and did that the reggae, the yeah. the rapping, you know. And I've never heard it. And we're in Missouri, bro, in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. And this is like 1990. Not really known for their reggae. No, this is 96. And this is 96, or yeah. 97 or something. And uh, he came out there and did that, and I was like, whoa, this guy's badass, man. But I wasn't even into reggae then. I was into soul music and shit. And, um, but anyways, we ended up meeting a couple of years later at, uh, after yeah. I quit high school. Or not quit high school, but after high school, I started making reggae. Yeah. Is that how you guys became buddies? Or yeah. did you know each other before that? Yeah, we knew each other in high school, him, but, but we didn't play music together or anything. Or hang out even that much. No, we didn't. I'd see him in the hallways. And I remember... Uh, I came back, yeah, I came back, and Cindy Rodriguez, a friend of ours, introduced us, and he was in a band called Ja Roots, I went out and saw him, and I was blown away, I was like, wow, this guy's really good, you know, I can't believe we're, he, there's another guy that, you know, we could have been hanging out, man, nobody yeah, right? listened to reggae right. back We're the only two guys in Springfield yeah. playing reggae, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and so he came to the show, and, and he was like, we I rap, started, you know. Became instant trend, yeah. Yeah, and so. It's awesome music. We listen to it just about every night when we eat dinner or uh, or if I'm in a bad mood, I'm like, break out that Heinrich CD. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to be pissed off. It's called Good Vibes. I think it's the name of the album. So. Yeah, one of your bumper stickers is uh, reggae, music, reggae music is what positive feelings sound like. Yep. Is yeah. that one of your bumper stickers? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you can't listen to that stuff and be pissed off. And No. And you wouldn't think being a comedian, I'd be pissed off as much as I am, but I am. <laughs> well, that helps, right? That a little bit. It helps yeah, a lot. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely does. Um, what about you, Drake? Did you ever? Uh, did you ever musically inclined at all? I played the spoons. Yeah, you know, two spoons. I'm just <laughs> smoking crack. Yeah, with a cowbell. Like I'm really good at that stuff. Yeah, all yeah. dudes play the skin flute. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just the one guy you bring to make you laugh on tour. And, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why you're my new co-host. But my whole family's musically inclined too, except for me. I just tell dick jokes. <laughs> Mine too, man. Because um, music to me, as a comedian, like if you're a touring musician, that sounds way more fun than being a touring comedian. You're on the road with like four of your friends. You know what I mean? If you're having a bad night on stage, like you got three other guys that are fucking killing it. Yeah, you know I mean, right. yeah, you can have diarrhea, and you're like, ah, you know. Crowd doesn't know what I'm saying. <laughs> when you're a comic and you're dying up there, you're against the world. Everybody yeah, knows. Yeah. It's well, like you're. It's like you're in track. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a relay. You're, yeah. you're, you take the baton. I'm gonna talk to this chick out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a track event, but we, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Tim, like, <laughs> the differences between being a comedian and a musician, you know. Yeah, well, one of the differences is that musicians are actually on tour, and most comics are just on the road. <laughs> right. It, it, yeah, it, that's it true. sounds to me when people are like, "Are you on tour?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the road. I right took now. a plane. I go home after this. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's not like I have a bus outside, or right. you know, people throwing their underwear on stage or any of that shit. I'm just the comic, and uh, 
So no, I, I, it sounds pretentious to me to be like, I'm on tour. Right <laughs> and I know people who do, but good for them. Um, <laughs> and there's some comics who certainly are on tour. Like if you're doing, yeah. you know, if you're doing, uh, if you're Dave Chappelle, then yeah, maybe you're on tour because you're going from theater to theater. But I might be at a really good club one week and then sleeping in my buddy's SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, oh, that's us right there. You just described Ricky. <laughs> yeah. You, I was telling somebody the other week, I was like, Maybe on the last podcast we talked about about the first time I did Vegas, I made all this great money and and had my name playing twenty four seven on a you know the thing outside of the Vegas Strip and then the very next week my friend I was doing a series of one nighters and I was sleeping in his fifteen year old kid's bed who he didn't have until the weekend and I'm sleeping in this bed and his kid rarely slept there so he still had like spongebob square pants sheets mm-hmm. and i'm like how many loads am i sleeping in right now oh, yeah. <laughs> and i went from that to that and i'm like man this is bullshit oh, but that's 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 uh you know that's part of the life we chose yeah. and that's why you know like you told me you're 38 you guys are both 38 then right i'm 36 he's 36 yeah. okay um and i would never think that you guys look young because we have the world is a lot less stressful when you have the kind of jobs we do. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? I no, chose no. to uh, smoke pot for a living, so. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's all G. Yeah. And it's nice when you you know that all your hard effort is kind of coming back to you as opposed to some other boss who's just exactly. driving around Reaping the rewards. BMW and yeah. 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 Reaping all the rewards of your uh-huh. freaking hard work. Yeah. yeah. And somebody pointed that out to me when I first started because he told me he was like 50 and I was like, Jesus, dude, you're 50? And he's explaining to me why he thought he looked so young and, Part of it was he was like, and it's a lot less stressful in the fact that the world is a lot less crowded when you're a comic. Like, you can go to the mall during the day, and it's not, it's not fucking packed. It's just, you know. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. everyone else is at work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Except now everyone does so much shit from computers. You can drink on the week. The yeah. 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 The only thing is, though, is like when we do, when we do go home and uh, we're off. Like, all of our friends are working, though. <laughs> like, let's hang out. Like, dude, I got a fucking job, bro. Like, <laughs> So Can't go to the bar on a Tuesday night? night? Like, I'm like, well, I don't got to work tomorrow. They do. Yeah. Losers. <laughs> no, but it just, you know, it fucks up your schedule with your friends sometimes, too. Uh, when do you guys get, get back home? When are you done? March 1st. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So you're going to still got quite a while. Mm-hmm. Well, that sucks. You don't like skiing. I need somebody to go with me. <laughs> I would try to snowboard that sounds fun yeah, yeah. if you can Still stand if you can can you can you skateboard at all i've never tried not snowboard. really i mean i'm about as good as josh and it's happening <laughs> so i'm really scared like, i took his experience as like a reason for me not to get back on I was like, right. when oh, i was yeah. a kid i wanted to be a skater right because my friend they dressed cool and they always had you know but yeah. i couldn't skate i'm like but if you didn't skate you're just a poser mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like because I was planning on being a poser until I heard that story. And then I'm like, uh, uh, t- until I heard that term, and I'm like, oh, fuck. They have a name for what I'm going to do. They have a name for Yeah, exactly. I wanted to be a skater so like bad. Like a hack of the <laughs> skating world. I never skated, but I wanted to do it so bad. I would get fucking magazines and shit. Oh, yeah. I like, signed up for the CCS magazines in the Skater mail. dive? Yeah, no, yeah. it's like all the different decks. Thrasher you know? or something? It's just the order for them to order skateboards. Oh, okay. like, it's like a whole magazine of them, though, yeah. but... Every week I'd be like, damn, those skateboards are dope. <laughs> like, I can't even do a fucking ollie or anything. Like, why am I getting these magazines looking at skateboards, bro? Like, uh, yes, that was a poser, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, not to get all depressing, but uh, is it scary having kids that are in high school with all this, all these freaking shit? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's, that's their number one uh, thing, you know? It's just been reiterated every day in the news. And it's just... It used to be earthquakes and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some guy coming in with a machine gun. Yeah. And people arguing about this shit. Um, it's just, do you have any kids, Kyle? Yeah, I have two. Okay. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, one is 14 and one's nine. Yeah. Being from Springfield, Missouri, that's where you guys grew up too. Are you gun guys? No. You don't like guns, Drake, do you, Josh? No, I'm totally anti-gun. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm not anti-gun, like, where I hate people to have guns or something. No, you know? that's right. I, just, that I would never, dude, when I hold a gun, like, I've held a gun, like, two or three times in my life, and every time I'm like, I'm definitely going to shoot myself. Like, this is not. I almost shot myself. I'm going to drop this. I'm going to drop this. It's going to go off. It's going to kill someone. It's not good. I shouldn't be holding this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I took a, my friend had a this pump shotgun that, he would take to the shooting range and I went with him and I shot it a few times and I just felt so off just just shooting it I just thought about like 
the fact that people turn those on people. Oh my like, goodness, yeah. you know, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I just felt like, it just felt off. That's the only way I know how to describe it. I just was like, hey, I don't, this isn't fun for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you I don't know? get that either. I don't get how people go out and shoot and shit. I'm like, damn, dude, pick up a guitar or something or a mm-hmm. fucking microphone. Try and write some jokes. Yeah. Smoke pot, drink a beer or something. I don't know. I don't know why people have to go out and destroy shit for fun. That's yeah. odd to me. But And that's how I feel about hunting. Like, I know a fair amount of people that listen to my podcast are, are wrestling fans, college and international wrestling. I'm a big fan of it. And, uh-huh. and uh, but they're, that culture, they're all about hunting, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I hesitate to even say it because they're going to be like, pussy, you know, <laughs> but hunting to me is just off as shit. Like, yeah. it's just murder, really. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that deer. I don't yeah. know how they Especially do it, bro. Especially if you don't need to do it to feed yeah. yourself. Yeah, exactly. and these yeah. days, hardly anybody needs to hunt. You know, at least the Indians, when they went and killed right. buffalo, they used every bit of that exactly, shit. Exactly, yeah. You know, and they also, like, revered the buffalo and all that shit. But now it's just like a sport, you know, like, I right. shot this 14-point buck. I'm like, how hard was that really? Not hard at all, bro. <laughs> you squeezed the trigger, blood clot, come on. Dude, when I was a kid, my dad made me go hunting with him, you know. And that didn't make me, but I wanted to go hunting with him. He wasn't like, you're doing this. But uh-huh. I had an SKS or whatever. And, I, dude, that's the crazy thing, too, is my son is 14, almost 14. I would never let him walk around with a fucking rifle bro just in the woods by himself that seems crazy but my dad let me do that i don't know <laughs> anyways our parents were different <clears throat> yeah right yeah, that was a different so i was walking around in the woods and shit and it was like all this snow because it's in missouri it's like a foot of snow and i'm freezing and i'm hating it and i'm by myself and i'm just decided to sit down for a while and just wait the day out you know and i see this deer come by and i'm like oh I'm supposed to do this. I'm <laughs> like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And so I get the gun out and shit. I'm like, oh, I'm like shaking, you know? And I I shoot it. And the gun hits me in the face. It hurt. I mean, oh, yeah. It sucked, that, bro. That, the that's kick. got a lot of kick. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, I make my way down to the deer. And the deer, dude, it, it was like I shot a person. Bro, this deer you is You see just, the emotion. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was screaming. I've never... I didn't even yeah, know they make noise. Could, dude, he was like, ah, ah, ah. Just like, like a person got shot. Like, he was just freaking out. Cause he, I was like, I was like twelve. My brain was done. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, why the fuck did I just do this? I just killed this animal. And then, as I'm sitting there freaking out, I'm like, I feel so bad. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, should I shoot him again? Like, I don't know. I'm just like a little kid. These two old, older dudes, like in their forties or fifties, come up and they're like, "That's our deer." And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like what? And he go, and that's another thing I thought. I was like, how the fuck am I gonna carry this goddamn deer like miles out of the woods? I'm like way down in there. I've been walking all day by myself. And uh, they're like, that's our deer. And I was like, uh, okay. I'm like, what, what do you want? Well, and they're like, well, we shot it back there. And we've been tracking it. And then you just shot it down. And I was like, dude, I don't want the fucking deer. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but that mortified me for my whole life against yeah. guns and against shooting shit. I was like, dude, I don't want to. Well, it sucks, too. That's our kill. You're a kid, and yeah. you're, like, visibly shaken. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Oh, they didn't care at all, bro. They're they didn't just care. Like, that's our deer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then... Right in front of my fucking eyes, the deer's sitting there screaming while we're having this conversation. Right. No, they took a knife and they slit its throat. Uh, I was like, <gasps> like my brain just lost it. I was like, I didn't. I was like, Dad, what the fuck did you bring me out here for? Yeah. Like, this is the worst experience of my life, bro. And since then, I, that, when I was like 18, 19, 20, whatever, I became a vegetarian. I haven't eaten meat since then too. <laughs> so yeah, I hear people say it's. it's Deer hunting is so peaceful. I'm like, yeah, for you. <laughs> right? <laughs> not for that poor deer. Yeah. So I'm, I just, I don't know. I'm not a gun guy. And this, I, I try not to get into these arguments like on Facebook and shit because it's just. Oh, it's the worst. Because, no, because for too. me, I'm like, can't you be, can't you, can't you be of the opinion that people can have guns or whatever, but shouldn't it be a little harder to get than they are? Like these AR-15s and shit mm-hmm. that can shoot 100 rounds in a minute. Yeah. And this guy's like, is it that hard for people to understand that making it harder for law-abiding people to do something doesn't affect criminals? And I couldn't help but write back, probably not any harder than it is for people to understand maybe buying one shouldn't be as easy as it is and they don't have to be completely taken away from law-abiding citizens for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And I bet a lot of mass shooters were law-abiding right up until they killed dozens of innocent people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. saying. Like that guy in Vegas. And people can't wrap their fucking brain around that. No. I'm like, well, dude... It's, you know, no one's trying to take your guns, Jebediah, but yeah, can't you make it team. harder? Go team left and right. Yeah, it's like fucking... Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of gray area. Yes. You know, but people just want to be like, if you voted for Trump, you're racist, sexist, blah, 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 every ist in the book. And I'm like, eh, I'm not saying I'm a Trump fan, but 
I'm sure there's a lot of intelligent people that held their nose and voted for him because they didn't want to vote for Hillary. And people are like, nope, you're either a libtard or you're a Trumper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, there's a lot of people in the middle of that yeah. shit. <laughs> you know, that had to vote this way because they're economics or what side of the fence they're sitting on economically. Mm-hmm. Um, but people don't want to look at it. At least the people who argue on Facebook don't want to look at it like that. Most of the impel- intelligent people just stay out of the shit. They just don't, yeah. you know, comment. You know what you're never going to read on Facebook? What's is that? a comment that says, hey, you know, you're right. Thanks exactly. for changing my opinion. Exactly right, bro. Yeah. No matter how much, yeah. no matter how well you try to formulate your opinion or be like, you know, try to make it as unoffensive for anyone who reads it as possible, there's always going to be somebody mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that when they comment back to you, you're just like, God damn it. I spent all that time making this perfect, you know, in my eyes, response to this thing. Bro, you, you know, like trying to look at everyone's point of view. There's and, nothing you can do right there. Me and him, we put up pictures all the time of just being like us hanging out. Bro, we put a, he put a, I don't know what he did, but he did some thing with his hands or something on accident. He was just fucking holding his hands like this. And someone's like, <laughs> dude, Illuminati, I knew you guys were in the fucking, it's all on the Facebook. I had to delete this guy, block him, yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, Mark of the Beast. I'm like, what? Mark, you that's all you guys are. And I'm like, bro, if we were in the fucking Illuminati, we'd be millionaires, dog. I'd yeah. want to be way more successful than just yeah, fucking Josh. Illuminati is not paying, right? Yeah. That's hilarious. That's the case. Uh, so, yeah, people on the internet are fucking insane. You know what yeah. happens to me every time I get into an online debate with somebody? I just end up, uh, like, attacking their grammar. Yeah, yeah right? and like I shift that way, and I'm just like, obviously, you don't know how to use a semicolon, sir. Yeah. <laughs> well, that bothers yeah. me too. Somebody will put some post up that's got all these. It's got. It's like it, you can't even hardly read the shit, and you're like, man, you know. How am I supposed to argue with you? Yeah, you're putting that out for everyone to read. It's not like it's in a conversation where you stumble over your words. You have time to delete to edit that shit, but they don't. And like, that's the weird thing to me is when people don't edit their comments or whatever. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Honey, how do you spell yeah. libtard? <laughs> Two B's or one B? I don't know. Libtard. Uh, anyway, um. let's get off of school shootings. It's, it's kind of depressing. Some other poor kid uh, freaking shot himself in a bathroom this morning in Ohio. And Jeez. and my wife and I were talking about it. I'm like, you know what's some, something people never talk about? I'm like, you know, as far as raising your kids right and shit. I'm like, you know, if I ever have a kid, I'm going to teach him like, you see that kid over there that no one's talking to? Talk to him. Go talk to that kid. Ask him what his name is and what he's going, how is, you know, what he's into and all that stuff. Because that's the kid who one of these days is going to feel so ostracized. They're, that's the kid who ends up shooting up a freaking school. Yeah. Because they feel like they have no friends. They feel like no one gives a shit. And there's nothing worse than being an angry teenager. Mm-hmm. And I was one. And so, I, you know, I never felt like shooting up a school, but... There are times where I'm like, God, it's a good thing I don't have an AR-15 right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? No. I mean, it's just the way of the teenager, man. Yeah. It's very highly emotional, uh, you know, yeah. as a teen. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, I feel like that's that's a big thing that no one ever talks about. It's like, well, you know, there's a lot of kids who just, they, they feel like and it's their only way to get any attention is to do really off shit. Mm-hmm. And that's been going on since the dawn of time. Now it's just easier to do really off shit and so, parents no, are it's a, so it's afraid a, to freaking it's a trend yeah you know it's like so a, parents messed are, up spend mm-hmm. them you know what i mean you're not yeah. gonna kill them if you give them one whop on the butt you know you just flush yeah. my contacts down the toilet or you just kill the hamster you know <laughs> that is not right yeah you know come on unless you were hunting yeah, yeah, you can hunt hamsters all day. And you're gonna eat but then a rabbit would come up and be like, that was my hamster. I was tracking him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the house cats, the family cats, like, I was hunting that hamster all fucking day. It's mine. Yeah. I mean, dang. I don't yeah, get it. Let him know. I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah, that's something we uh, definitely practice in the household. My wife is very good at that, at uh, making sure the kids are respectful and Empathy. Showing love to people, yeah. empathy, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. It's, it's a very uh, big thing in our house, you know? Yeah. I definitely wish I was uh, that type of kid in high school because I was like a jock and kind of popular and stuff, and I wouldn't uh, uh, go out of my way in certain situations because high school is like a scary time, yeah. you know what I mean? You're under a lot of social want... pressure. Mm-hmm. But if you get that, if you break your kids of that stuff early, you know, and to be that kid, like, hey, man, what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Or especially if you're well, like you're a good athlete. up at nine in the morning. You know, if your kid's a good athlete or something, you should be like, you know, you're the one who needs to go and talk to those kids so other kids will do it too. Like, 
I was a good wrestler and, and all that stuff in middle school, and I was funny. So, you know, I had, I had friends, but there was this girl... I told this story not too long ago, but it made me feel so good. She got a hold of me on Facebook, and she was like, do you know you saved my life? In middle school, I was I was heavy, and people always made fun of me. And one day before we took a test, this kid uh, hand, turned around to hand me my test, and he goes, here you go, Shamu. And, you know, he before she said before he could even laugh, I got up, and I smashed his head into the desk, and I said, don't you ever make fun of her again. If you do, I'm going to kick your ass. And I did it. I did wow. it for all these people. Yeah, you're here. I did it for all these people, and I guess it kind of went through the school. And she never. She said, that from that day forward, I never got picked on. I wasn't afraid to come to school anymore. I quit wanting to kill myself. And I'm like, wow. shit, I had no idea. But that whole next day, I was like, yeah, feeling good. good. Yeah, yeah, it made me feel great the whole next day. Yeah. See, violence answers a lot of questions. <laughs> Sometimes the appropriate yeah. kind of yeah. violence, you know. And you didn't need a gun. You just did the old-fashioned. No, yeah. it's a fucking check. <laughs> yeah. It's a check. It's a life check. It's like, yeah. bro, quit acting like that, you know. And then yeah. there's other people watching, you know. It's not just your reality to just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. yeah. I know, man. That's what it's, uh, we try and do with our music, too. We're, we're very into that. Um a lot of bands are like not into being nice and into being sociable with other bands and into being um, kind and helping other bands out. And that's all we're about, man. It's all of our friends in reggae. That's, I don't know. Somebody just said that the other day, like you guys are like the most humblest dudes that we've ever met in reggae. And we're not even trying to be like that. We're not trying to be right. humble and be cool, humble. Like it's yeah. cool to be humble. It's just cool to be nice. Yeah. You know, and be, yeah. be a nice person and, and you're going to get further, you know, it's, what's, what's the thing, you know, it's, you can catch, uh, bees with, with honey, you know, more than with vinegar. You right. Know, so. Yeah, my, uh, you know, thank God for my mom. She was, like, super sweet and all that. And, you know, I grew up watching her be nice to people. And out here in Hollywood, like, I, I'm just, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to get on my own knob about how nice I am. But, like, I, <laughs> I, I try to be nice to everybody. No, and, it's weird and, coming from the Midwest out here. Yeah. Though. It yeah. is. Yesterday, we were, we were uh, twice as happened, right in a row. We were standing outside. I hate to keep interrupting you. We were standing outside the van. And this guy walked by with his dog, and he's like, we just both like got out of the way, and he's like, the dog's not going to hurt you. And we're like, no, it's okay, it's a cute dog, it's cool. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then this lady walked by, and she didn't think we were going to get out of the way, and she like gave us like a dick look, you know, like when we were walking, we both got out of the way. And she she said that when we were like, oh, it's okay, you know, have a good day. They're just people are surprised, like they're just out here. Out here, they're automatically ready for you to be a dick to them, so they're, oh, yeah. they're in defensive mode on the defense. And in yeah. yeah, Missouri, like people hold the doors open and shit still. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's a whole new. I get really surprised by when people are nice out here. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, it's yeah. all blows me away. People I'm always like, look at me like, want? what do you what want? Do you want from exactly. Me? <laughs> <laughs> What do you want from me right now? Why are you being nice to me? Because yeah. like, you're a trying human to steal my wallet in front of me. So it's still weird for me. I've been out here going on 10 years, and it's still weird for me to, uh, you know, you, you say, be polite to people, please, and thank you, and shit like that. Just basic niceties, you know. Like, I told somebody, in the, the one of the biggest differences from the Midwest and out here is you can stop at a gas station and ask for directions. And not only will a guy behind the counter tell you how to get wherever, people will stop and make sure that motherfucker is telling you the right way to get there. Yep. Like, and then and then they'll pull you aside and be like, you don't know what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. You know what? Just follow me. <laughs> you know, I've had people say that. Just follow me. I'll show you where to turn yep. and all that shit. Yeah. And out here, you stop at a gas station. It's like, no, you pay to pee here. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Help people. I don't know. I have no idea. Piss off. You know. I had to give somebody directions the other day. And uh, I was like, yeah, you just go down. You take a right at that corner. And uh, you pull out your phone. <laughs> right? I was going to say, who the fuck needs directions? <laughs> you put it in Google. People. Google will take you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every now and again. Have you ever had uh, your GPS out here not work, though? Dude, yeah. I've been out 10 years. I have My no GPS idea like, yeah, where anything is. Oh, uh, me neither. Ever. And if that shit goes out, like when I first moved out here, we just we did have, we didn't have it on your phone really. And it was a pain in the ass anyway, but I had one of those old school GPS. And when that thing would crap out, if I was like on a highway, I would lose my shit. Like, I'm fucked. Mm -hmm. I'm never getting home again. <laughs> How did people oh, yeah. used to read maps? Like, that's what I always wonder. I'm like, Dude, I don't know. In, in I remember. Early 2000s in this area, there was a thing called the Thomas Guide. Did you ever see a Thomas yeah, Guide? Yeah, I remember that. Big book on where to get places. And it was really detailed and stuff, but it was like literally a phone book. Yeah. Right? Wow. You know, it was, I used to deliver furniture in the. Like 2000, 2001 in this area. And uh, yeah, you can get mixed up real quick because a lot of the times the cities run into each other, but yeah. it's the same street. Yeah. So if I'm in Hermosa Beach, 
you know, it would take me to Manhattan Beach. You'd get all crisscrossed, you know? Yeah. Bro, this is, like, the only place, like, in Missouri, they don't have the... You turn off an exit, it turns into, like, three more exits. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you go here, yeah. here, here, here. You know, like, whoa. Like, and you have to watch that GPS, like... It's the middle one, or it's the right one. You know what I'm saying? If you go in the middle one, you're going to like the whole other fucking city. Like, you're like, whoa, man. My GPS likes to send me on like treks. I think it likes to fuck with me because it'll just be like, I cross Wilshire at 4 p.m. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get there, you think, oh, I'm going to beat everybody. And then, like, there's 20 people going, you ain't turning left in here, buddy. That's <laughs> yeah. not going to happen. Directionally challenged. Like, we were watching The Fugitive the other night, and the cops, like, he went east on Daly Plaza. And I, <laughs> and I said to my wife, I was like, how does that fucker know how mm-hmm. what east is from mm-hmm. he's standing on top of a building or whatever? Yeah. Like, that just blows my mind. How yeah. anyone... But that's, that's bad about Missouri. They always give directions like that. You go east here and go yeah. north on this, and I'm like, bro, you yeah. lost me. I don't have a compass in my head. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about right now. East and west. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I... I like, just go Canada, Mexico. <laughs> yeah, New York, L.A. That's yeah. kind of how I do it. I remember from school they taught you never eat soggy waffles. And I'm like, okay. So <laughs> I kind of know the direction, but I never know which way I'm facing. So, anyway. Yeah, that's what the point. Yeah, you know, like you're standing in the middle of the city. You don't know what the fuck is You don't know which way New York is. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> never eat soggy waffles? That's Mine was thing. never yeah. eat shredded North wheat. East, South, what, what is it? Never eat shredded wheat. Never eat shredded wheat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was never How come we didn't have a waffles? catchy <laughs> directional thing? You didn't have very good teachers, I guess. No, well, Nevada. Nevada is consistently rated like worse than Puerto Rico in education. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I, we got gambling now. I yeah, started, that's true. I started my education in uh, Arkansas, and my brother like didn't even go to kindergarten. He just went straight to first grade. There was no kindergarten. And so they, they couldn't my, even say the name there. They're just like first grade's good enough. <laughs> my, my grandma be bragging about my cousin like he got straight A's, and I'm like, yeah, in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Bring his ass out here and see how well he does. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, what else should we talk about, you guys? It's funny the reputation that Arkansas has for people that live in Missouri, huh? It's like, dude. Everybody out here is like, oh, Missouri, you're so hillbilly, da, da, da. but when you're in Missouri, Arkansas is the hillbilly state. Yeah, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, we're normal in Missouri. In Arkansas, they're all inbred and shit, you know? So it's yeah. Hillbilly's judging the hillbilly. Hillbilly's <laughs> judging hillbilly's. <laughs> yeah. Arkansas actually gets a pretty bad rap. It's a beautiful state. Mm-hmm. And there's and just like anywhere else, there's, there's smart people and there's dumbasses. Like, you know, people who think, like, I've heard people say, like, uh, New York and LA are the only the only smart people in the country. Everything else is just flyover zone. I'm like, you know how snobby you sound saying that bullshit and untrue. Like have you ever been to that. Bakersfield, California? That is as there's as big a dumbass rednecks as any place in the freaking <laughs> yeah. you know. So some of the best meth in the country. <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't want to forget about our meth brethren. <laughs> Man, what a nasty ass drug. Oh, it's terrible. They say that any one ingredient in meth will kill you, but combined it makes this super drug. And it makes them super horny. So you got these meth heads just humping each other and yeah. spreading disease. Making and, more meth heads. Yeah. Making yeah. Like I've tiny never meth done heads. meth, but I'm like binge watching Breaking Bad. Like, that's as close as I've come to meth. There's some <laughs> drugs I wouldn't try just because yeah. I have a feeling I'd probably like it. Like meth or heroin or any of that shit or crack. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no thanks. I can't even give up cheeseburgers. I can't try that shit. <laughs> I have a friend in Kansas City who was smoking crack for a while, and I'm like, dude, it's crack. Mm-hmm. Why would you even try that to begin with? Mm-hmm. You know, but I guess once you do it. The bar's set low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it makes everybody look exactly the same. They all look like they're from the same crack. DNA. Yeah. Every race looks exactly the same if they do crack. They just get that. Make your teeth fall out. I've never met, like, a really successful person that, like, has a slight meth problem on their side. You read about, like, guys that are, like, yeah, they're they're doing blow and they're millionaires and stuff. Functioning heroin addicts. Right, yeah, because a lot of musicians back in the day, especially, like, they'd be just ripped Mm -hmm. on heroin. But when you're on meth, like you're not you're not paying taxes. You know what I mean? Like you're not having any success in your life. Dude, when I went to jail there were guys that were in there that that were in there for meth and once you come down off that shit, they would literally sleep for days. Like they couldn't even wake them up for meals. They just (laughs) Because you stay awake for I don't know. I don't know how long you stay awake on meth, but I heard a couple days. (laughs) (laughs) At least. Yeah. Anyway. So 
break out that meth here. If I had a good dental plan, I'd probably mess with it. But <laughs> yeah, at this that. point, like I'm not gonna screw around. It's crazy. Uh, we've been to Hawaii a handful of times to do concerts, and uh, every time we go out there, the meth population is like insane. Really? It's like crazy insane. And I'm like, who are all these people that live in the most beautiful spot in the world that hate their lives? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't get it, man. It's weird. Yeah, I've never uh, I've I've done coke a handful of times in my life, and I never I never cared for it. Like every time I tried it, I thought I was gonna die. Like this is it, I'm gonna have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. To, yeah, well, why'd you do it again, stupid? <laughs> I learned to remind myself how much I hate it. <laughs> yeah, Argus Hamilton. Argus Hamilton had a great joke about it. He's like, I don't do cocaine. I just like the smell. <laughs> oh yeah. I think that's Argus's joke. Sounds anyway. like a Dangerfield thing too. Yeah, but yeah, I, I could never mess with it just because like I, I almost crashed my car looking at Mexican food places because <laughs> they take pictures of the food and put it on the walls. Yeah, and I'm, I have such an addictive personality. I almost crashed my car. <laughs> Look at that torta! You know I, mean? <laughs> I don't know who that photographer is, but he's blowing my mind. So like I know I'd have a yeah. problem with coke I, one time, and you won't see me again. Yeah, you know, I I cringe at the fact that probably some of my family listening to this are like, Danny's done coke. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this since he got to California? <laughs> no, this was a long time ago, Aunt Marty. Tammy, Tammy, <laughs> you'd be doing coke too if you had to play a comedy show in Winnemucca, Nevada. <laughs> I haven't done that shit in years, but I did it one time before a uh, show, and I don't know how. You I, did blow before a show. Robin Williams used to do that shit all the time, That's and I get I'm nervous doing. enough. I'm like, I can't imagine doing. Yeah, a we have homies in the business who are like, yeah, they get lit and go on stage and they still mash it up, but I don't think I could do that. Afterwards. No, not me. Yeah. Hell no, and I, I haven't done it for years. But there's this. Uh, the only time I enjoyed it was this Hispanic cook. Uh, at one of the restaurants I worked at, it was fun to do with him. But other than that, I never, <laughs> <laughs> I never cared for it. Yeah. And the only thing you do when you're on coke is wait for the other person to stop talking so you can say whatever genius bullshit's yeah. gonna come out of your mouth. Oh my god! Super friends all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, come on, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we do song together. Right? I love your shit. I love the way that makes me feel so famous. <laughs> Yeah, I could see how I guess if you're in a small town and you never leave, how you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do some meth or heroin or you know whatever. But driving through some of these small towns, totally jumping topics. But I was thinking about this when I was in Missouri actually last time driving through some of these small towns. I see some of these women, and they're beautiful. And you see their husbands, and they're just, these poor girls just look miserable. Like, he was on the state high school football right. team in 1992, and then we got stuck, and now I got three babies. <laughs> he topped out right there. Yeah, I just want to perform like a mercy kidnapping, you know. Just be like, stop kicking at me. Send for your babies later. This is for your own good. I'm Bro, get every, you out of here, sugar. We drive through, like, Oklahoma and shit. I, like, see these people that live in, like... It's like 200 miles from anything, bro. It's just like a trailer out of the middle of nowhere, and they got like fucking eight washing machines out in the front yard, yeah. and they're like 30 cars broke down. And I'm like, who the fuck made this life choice, bro? The, yeah. It's so odd to me that people even choose to live out there. I'm like, dude, if you, if you break your knee, it's going to be at least a couple hours to the hospital, an hour or whatever, like all these rural ass places. It's, it's, it's a trip to me, man. Yeah, you just want to go, you know you can leave, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to stay here. Can you imagine having a heart attack or something, or even feeling like you're gonna like have something wrong? You'd be like, I'm dying. This is it. We're done. <laughs> like, I'm not getting help for a while. I've got relatives in Arkansas that I went to my uncle's funeral, and my aunt has a trailer, and I walk in the trailer, and her husband's just died of cancer, and there's like, I mean, this trailer wasn't much bigger than this room. I mean, it's probably two of these put together, two of these rooms put together, and there was probably sixteen people in there smoking in the trailer. Oh yeah. And I'm oh, like. God. You know, I don't mean to sound like a bleeding heart liberal here, but don't you fucking idiots know anything? <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, shit. No, a window or something. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. crack a window in this bitch. Hot boxing camels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, it's 2012. You don't know about cancer? Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing, you fucking idiots. I love it when they got their kids in their car and they're smoking and they got all the fucking windows up and it's in Missouri and it's like 30 degrees outside and they got the window cracked like that much and the lady's just smoking and just got 
two babies in car seats and a little five-year-old over here. I'm like, sweet. You just yeah. described my childhood. <laughs> my childhood, too. Right. <laughs> yeah. When I That's was what I'm saying. You know somebody. now. Everybody knows fucking yeah, now. Exactly. It's like, dude, don't smoke with your damn kid in the car and roll the windows up and shit. Damn. Oh, my God. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyway, hi mom. <laughs> <laughs> hi mom, I know, dude. My mom, dude, all the time she's like, "Sorry, I ruined your fucking childhood." And I'm like, "No, mom, it's okay." But damn, I can't yeah. believe people are still doing this shit. Yeah, my mom. My dad always it. smoked in the house. I remember that. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. You know, and now it's like, you know, people don't do that shit. It drives yeah. me crazy when I'm in a hotel and I can smell it. I'm mm-hmm. like, who's fucking doing that? Don't mm-hmm. you know? I smoke cigarettes and I don't smoke them in the house. Haven't you read the statistics? <laughs> <laughs> They've got a commercial I keep hearing out here. It's like, Jenny is five and she's asthmatic and her neighbor smokes or whatever. And he doesn't realize that oh, when yeah. he smokes, the cigarettes go in through the wall or whatever. And I was like, damn, cigarettes are toxic as shit, man. Well, like, that's California, too. Yeah. Like, you go into Starbucks and there's, like, notices, like, there's toxic chemicals in Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I actually read one of those the other day. I can't remember the chemical that they use. Or, like, they don't use it, but it's a chemical that happens when they, like, they do, when they make the beans, when they grind it down, heat the beans up. Like, something is a cancerous thing in, yeah. the, in the coffee, right? Mm. And uh, I'm reading it, and I'm like, I'm still going to get this coffee. Yeah, right? (laughs) And I'm looking around, and like all these other uh, coffee snobs like me, and they're like, I don't think anybody gives a shit. Well, that's just California. And like, I think it's Manhattan Beach now. You can't even even smoke outside anymore, which I think is a little ridiculous. I'm like, come on. Being such a pussy, <laughs> you can smoke at your house though. Like outside, I don't think you can, dude. Oh I mean, God. like you can, but if someone, you can get in trouble for it. Wow, sitting yeah. on the porch, like if your neighbor, yeah, if your neighbor reported you or something. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah, I forget if it's Manhattan Beach or Santa Monica or one of those. I think it's Santa Monica. Yeah, because I got yelled at in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. You smoked too? Yeah. No, I didn't know you smoked. I know. I'm really good about it. <laughs> Have you ever smoked uh, spliffs, weed and cigarettes? No. That's the best way. That's really? Way do it. Yeah. Especially if you're kind of trying to quit smoking as many single cigarettes, you know, you get weed in there. You can I'm glad you told me that because I heard a song on the radio today about spliff, and I was like, what I, was don't, it? I don't know what a spliff is. <laughs> yeah, it's just I a thought it was, weed uh, in it, right? I thought it was weed and cocaine. Oh, no, it's just tobacco. <laughs> that's just a no, big time right That's there. a primo. I primo, that's yeah. A primo. Yeah. What do you call that? Yeah. What was the split song you heard? It was a million split song. Yeah, it was. It might have been yours. Emergency split. Yeah, it might have been yeah. you guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Because I was I, Check I, I, out. Yeah, yeah, on Pandora, and because yeah. it doesn't play just, just the artist, it puts other yeah. shit. Dude, I don't know how many how many times a week I walk through my house and just go ganja. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, yeah, it's badass. Anyway, we people send this... me clips of their kids singing that, mm. like walking around the house going "Ganja!" Oh my god, that's weird. Like, All right, future fan. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> that positive influence we've just been. Where can uh, where can people find you guys? Social media wise, uh, all that shit. JoshHarnix.com, Skalinja.com. Yeah. Um, we both have websites: Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, very entertaining. These guys are great. And Drake, what's your FullNelson.tv. FullNelson.tv. Drake, Drake and I are about to embark on a YouTube adventure together, and we've got some uh, really funny ideas, and we're going to start recording it here in a couple weeks, and all nice. that stuff will be available on uh, YouTube.com slash Tim Gaither, and my website is TimGaitherComedy.com. All my dates are on there. And there's also a, a buddy of mine who's battling cancer. His name's J. Scott Holman, and if you go to my fan page, uh, It'll be, there'll be a place on there where you can donate to him. Anything helps, and he's a great dude. He's hilarious, and one of the kindest people you'll ever meet, and he's got no health insurance, which a lot of um, comedians and, I imagine, musicians do not have, or mm-hmm. if you do, it's expensive as shit. Mm-hmm. And not to get off on another topic real quick, but uh, my insurance is expensive as shit. It's like $400 a month, and if you want to go see like a therapist, God forbid, that shit ain't covered. Which is part of the problem in this country. It's like, well, you got all these people that are nuts and they got nothing to... That's that's no, like... Yeah. People think homeless people are lazy. I'm like, they're not lazy. They're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. They're unmedicated. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, because look at some of the dipshits who are able to hold down a job and pay their bills. 
and all that. It's not because <laughs> it's not because they're you know smarter than anyone else. Just they're not crazy. Yeah. You know. But anyway, that's another topic. And uh, I, I never get phone calls ever. And like six people have called me just during this freaking up. podcast, looking for their insurance money. Typically, <laughs> <laughs> haven't been in here in a while. Yeah. And uh, also, makingithappen.com, dot com. M a c a n dot com. There's a little boy, uh, Bo Macon, who has a very rare disease, and I always try to pimp his website. You can donate there too. So. I think we pimped all our social media stuff, and uh, we're going to try to get out of here before the traffic gets too god-awful, which it usually does around this time. I try not to leave my house at all between 3 and 7, and it's 3.08, so <laughs> we're fucked. Oh, yeah. But uh, we're going to get on the ways and find the best way to get home, and uh, go to Tim Gaither, comedian, comedientimgaither.com slash Facebook or whatever it is. You can find my Facebook fan page and like that fan page. I would really appreciate it. It would help me out. I think it is comedian Tim Gaither. Facebook. I don't even fucking know my own Facebook. I should probably <laughs> learn that shit. Tim Gaither will take you there. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spell it correctly. G-A-I-T-H-E-R. A couple weeks ago, I did this show, and they had my name in the background, and I didn't realize until, like, the sixth show that they had put an N in my name. It was Gaithner. Like, oh, <laughs> oh. Hey, bro, you don't know how many shows. I've shown up to shows where they have fucking, like, posters, like, this John is the doors and shit. My face is huge. All over the yeah, fucking menu, and it says John... Heinrichs or yeah. Hendrix. I'm like, you motherfuckers pay, you're paying me all this money, you flew me out of your shit and you get it wrong? Yeah, like, yeah the fuck? Yep. It happens all the time. Yeah, or yeah. I'll send brand new promo to a club and they're still using shit from like 14 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tim Gaither is a headliner and only five years in the business. Yeah, yeah. 14 years ago I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. They always do that. Like, you play at some club and they use some. I'm like, where the fuck did they find this bio, dude? And it's yeah. like a bio from a website from like 10 years ago. And like, you never updated. I'm like, oh, that's the one they used? Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, okay. Since you knew headshots, you're still yeah. using the one from when I was 23. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 42 now. God hey, damn I remember it. when you told me about the. He has played the Your side room. That you had the yeah, when I had longer hair, I got so many beaver comments. I thought I was gonna, <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't have an AR-15. <laughs> I would have found those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're not advocating violence on this show. So. I am, but not we as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drake's going to be my new, uh, my new co-host from here on out. We're going to be uh, recording from the Comedy Store every week. I'd like to give a shout-out to Mike Schmidt, who's running this place. And uh, we're going to take some pictures and throw them up and all that stuff. And, and uh, find us. We're going we're gonna to do some great stuff on YouTube. And thanks for listening. God bless all of you. Um, and uh, I think that'll do it. All right. Take care. Bye. <laughs>
Sí. 